j'en profite un peu S'ils sont malheureux, j'attends avec eux Tout aille un peu mieux, j'ai le cœur en voyage J'suis un bonheur d'image If I had a small boat and did not have the time or desire to sail to the end of the world I would happily spend a few months or weeks in a small cove just like this one. Or like this other one, practically unknown to the rest of the world, off the coast of one of the Balearic Islands. In the middle of the western Mediterranean, to the south of Corsica and the Straits of Bonifacio, Sardinia is one of the largest islands in this sea. At its northern tip, the Emerald Coast is where wealthy tourists spend their holidays, especially in the region of Porto Cervo and Cala di Volpe, developed since the 60s by Prince Ali Khan, the son of the Aga Khan. Our bow, the island of Elba, rises ahead, inhabited long ago by the Etruscans, then by the Romans, who created a harbor on the spot where today Porto Ferraio is built. A resort visited by peaceful, unobtrusive tourists, Elba really owes its fame to being where Napoleon had stayed, an emperor in exile, reduced to the status of minor king of this tiny island. And here is one of my favorite ports of call in the Mediterranean, Ventotene Island, with its little harbor hollowed out of the soft rock by the Romans. I stopped here for the first time 20 years ago, and since then it has remained practically unchanged. The mooring bits and the steps that go down to the caves are also carved out of the rocks. And then here is a jewel of the Bay of Naples, Capri, which needs no introduction. As I approach its shores, at the foot of Sheer Cliff, a swarm of rowboats catches my eyes. Here is where the tourists come to be taken into the famous Grotta Azzurra, the Blue Grotto. And isn't Venice itself surrounded by water with numerous canals cutting through it, an archipelago? Typical to Venice are the bricolet, these tribe stakes in front of the palaces on the banks of the Grand Canal, the Rialto Bridge in the district where Venice all began. Gondola rides are also typical. About 100 miles to the south of Sicily, we have reached Malta, or more precisely, the harbor of Massachlock, where the traditional boats, the Lutsu, have an eye on their bow to protect them from bad luck. And the drivers are preparing their horse-drawn carts. They are nearly all adorned with a picture of Corfu's most photographed site, the small convent of Canoni. The Corinth Canal was gouged out at the end of the 19th century in order to shorten the distance between the Ionian Islands and the Aegean Sea. Three miles long, it cuts deeply between two chalky walls, reaching as high as 200 feet. The next stop on our journey through the Cyclades obviously is not the most peaceful in the archipelago, and it's better to visit Mykonos outside of the tourist season. But you just have to choose the right time, springtime especially, to find the island of windmills almost unchanged. The most beautiful and most famous among them await me in the miraculous village of Ia, perched on the cliff at the northern end of the crater. 
On our journey through the Greek islands, we've only briefly touched some places. There are dozens of lesser-known islands, but Ia is to an extent the synthesis of all of them. With the painted walls of its little houses hanging from the cliff, with the little caffeineum where a glass of cold water is just pure bliss, and the never-ending pleasure of watching and photographing the domes of the little church of I Nicola. dome which symbolize all the beauty of the Mediterranean islands, the marvelous blue cupolas of Santorini. Voleur d'image, je suis un voleur d'image, si les gens sont heureux, moi j'en profite un peu. S'ils sont malheureux, j'attends avec eux, que ça aille un peu mieux. J'ai le cœur en voyage, She's a fool.